Now, Barbara, it's in the rain, yeah. but um, you've been... It just means I don't have to water my garden tonight. That's right. Now, of course, you've been growing herbs for years. years You're a bit years. of a herb expert, aren't you? I love herbs. I've got my top ten favourites, but it runs to about 13. Why 13? Because I can't stop at 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't count. Do you think people's expectation for herbs, because one of the things that loads of people ask is about herbs, is, you know, I bought this from the supermarket, I've um, stuck it in the garden and now it doesn't grow. It's done a lot of damage, I think, to herbs, do you? Yeah, except there I mean, are... not the use of them, sorry, no, no. but the yes. growing of them. Yeah, but I, don't, but I think you've got to think of those supermarket herbs as, you know, cut and come again that you have in the house and not actually put them in the ground. I mean, you could probably put rosemary in the ground, but basil doesn't like to be transplanted like at that stage that's in a supermarket um, situation. So just cut it and eat it and use it. Do you think the widening of herbs, in other words, the use of herbs, has mm. come mainly through foreign holidays and the way we eat today, hasn't it? I think so, but also I've noticed that chefs are really getting interested in flavour and in using herbs, and they love using them at small size, you know, like, sort of like seedlings size where there's still a huge amount of flavour so that they almost look like garnish but they just pep up everything. So what little suggestions have you got then for people that they should think about growing perhaps I mean we've mentioned rosemary, thyme, sage, they're all the old favourites that we've used for years. Come on mm. what are people growing today? Well, my favourite, which wasn't my favourite at first, was coriander, and I've got to love it. But some people really hate it. But this morning, when I was out in the garden, I noticed that my seedlings sown very late are just showing, and so I'll have coriander for the next few weeks, uh, especially if the weather's like this and it doesn't bolt. It'd be wonderful. So I'd go for coriander. I love growing herbs that have got different coloured flowers, like chives. You can have white-flowered chives, mauve ones, deep purple ones and it just is nice to have that in your salad as well as the the leaves so in fact what you're saying is that you could mix your herbs nearly into your flower borders that's you? right don't have to keep them separate at all i'm mean, just thinking about it uh there's a japanese herb called perilla which has got beautiful foliage uh, so it looks in fact in some places it's actually grown as a foliage bedding plant but it's um it's sort of it is just one of the loveliest herbs to use as well. well I was going to say to use, but what do you use it for? Ah, well, it actually, if you use it with rice, it colours the rice pink, and it's got a sort of slightly um, licorice-y flavour to it, so I quite like it from that point of view. Um, but, yeah, it's just an unusual one to have in the garden. So what's your message for people? Get out there and yeah, grow, herbs, grow herbs, don't tell me, is that right? <laughs> That's absolutely right, Ken. And I think, just a reminder, that so many people think that herbs... Are just something that's a herbaceous plant that comes up every year, but they're not, are they? There's a mix, isn't there's a there? Mix. Out there? There's, there's annuals, there's perennials, there are trees that you can think of as herbs. Um, really, the main thing is not to eat anything that you don't know is safe to eat, but you can. There's also medicinal uses of herbs, but in the kitchen, there's just endless uses. I mean, bay is the most wonderful herb to use with milk for. Um, panna cotta and things like that. And an ornamental tree. And tree as well, yeah. So, so double, double win.